Hey guys, welcome to Let's Get After It. I'm your host, Sydney Pendergast, and today here we have Caitlin, who's one of our venture project man managers here at LaunchNet. Hey. Hi. Okay, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Of course. So, as Sydney mentioned, my name is Caitlin. Um, I am a senior entrepreneurship major here at Cal State. I'm minoring in Japanese, and I am in the combined MBA program through the College of Business. Um, I'm a venture project manager at LaunchNet. So basically what that means is I facilitate the initial meetings with our clients. If we have a new client come in who just wants to talk about their idea and have an advising appointment, um, I'm usually the person or one of the people who facilitates that initial meeting, gives them the resources that they kind of need to move forward in that initial direction. Um, maybe they don't even have a business idea and they just come in and they're like, I want to be an entrepreneur. Um, that has happened before and if that's you, then you can totally still um, yeah. <laughs> come in and schedule an advising appointment. We will help you no matter what level you're at in your business and your business planning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love it. I get to see so many different clients in different industries. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a little about me. That's so fun. So you're basically like an advisor, but like for student entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's, it's like a mentoring yeah. position. So yeah, so you just basically help them. So what brought you here and what kind of like inspired you to want to like work with LaunchNet? Great question. Um, it was mostly due to chance, I yeah. think. I had had a lot of experience working with LaunchNet actually as a client mm -hmm. beforehand. As I said, I am an entrepreneurship major, so I have a lot of experience working with the various um, entrepreneurial organizations here on campus, yeah. LaunchNet being one of the main ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I had participated in some of their events and done the advising myself. Um, and then one day over the summer, actually, mm -hmm. um, I saw on Handshake a listing yeah. for a student position at LaunchNet, it was actually social media marketing. Oh, you can believe that it was yeah. Danny's job. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I reached out and I was like, this sounds great, this will fit into my schedule perfectly yeah. because I do have a little bit of um, a difficult schedule as a senior. It's hard yeah. to like fit things in. Yeah. Um, but it was like flexible hours, mm -hmm. so I figured, you know what, it's just a good way to get involved yeah. in the entrepreneurial program even further. Exactly, yeah. So that's what I did, and I reached out, and they were like, great, Caitlin, you know, we're going to interview you, and they said to me in the interview, you know, we're actually looking at um, adding a new position that mm -hmm. we think you'd be better suited for, mm -hmm. and that was the Venture Project Manager position. Yeah. And I'm very glad that they yeah. did pivot yeah. me and steer me in that direction. Yeah. One, because Danny is so good at her job. Danny's very good at her job. Fantastic. Yeah. Literally the best social mm -hmm. media person I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but also, I love my job currently. Now I get to meet so many awesome people, mm -hmm. and just it's really heartwarming to hear someone say to you, "Oh, you helped me so much." Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've gotten that quite a few times. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, well, that's amazing. Um, so, like, do you just work strictly with our clients? Is that what it is, or do you just like hear other people's pitches, like who are interested in just like? in an entrepreneurial like major or something like that? Mm -hmm. um, mainly, I think to answer your question, mm -hmm. it's just the advising appointments. Mm -hmm. But um, 
we all we have had some times where we've done pitch workshops. I, I know um, for the elevator pitch, which was a pitch competition that LaunchNet hosted um, a couple weeks back, um, we had a pitch workshop beforehand, and um, I was able to get to know some current clients mm -hmm. and some other people who um, weren't clients of LaunchNet and got exposure yeah. to um, this organization through that competition. Mm -hmm. um, I was able to help them, give them feedback on their pitches and everything like that. Yeah. Um, also, about a month ago, they had the three-minute thesis presentation. Um, and I remember I did a lot of pitch critiquing. Three-minute well. thesis? That's yes. crazy. What do they do for that? Um, I can't speak to the full like extent of it. Yeah. Um, but basically, they presented their thesis presentation mm -hmm. in like three minutes, just the broad strokes of everything that they've worked on. Yeah. Um, so a little bit entrepreneurial in the pitching sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though it wasn't about business ideas. Yeah. It was still I still got to help a lot of people outside. Um, definitely the business college. It was a lot of I remember one of the girls I worked with was an English major. Um, doing her presentation, mm -hmm. so that was that was really fun to, and she came back um, a couple weeks in advance, so mm -hmm. it was really fun to get to watch her growth. Yeah. So to speak, and like yeah, her development. Yeah, no, it's really great to see like somebody like that you also helped grow, and you're like growing with them too. So it's kind of fun to see. Um, but do you take like your own advice and stuff that you give to like? the people that you help? <laughs> I try to. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe I should a little more. I don't know. Yeah. I try. I definitely, um, as far as pitching goes, because that's the one thing I think that like, um, especially recently, I've done quite a few pitch competitions recently. It's been at the top of my mind. Yeah. I try to implement a lot of what I teach, I guess, yeah. in my own pitches. Um, things just like being very open, mm -hmm. being a very like loud and persuasive speaker, mm -hmm. um, those are definitely things that are going to help you um, with your pitches yeah. and stuff. Um, as far as the like business advising goes, mm -hmm. I would say it's really on a case-to-case -case basis. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't give away too much information about <laughs> our clients, but yeah. let me tell you, the industries <laughs> that I yeah. have seen have been like very vast. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, I mainly operate in like the fashion industries and very creative industries mm -hmm. like that. So um, there have been times where I've like you know, a client has asked me something very industry specific. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. But um, our job, more so to speak, at LaunchNet is to provide you with like general entrepreneurial resources mm -hmm. to go out and do things yourself. Yeah. Yeah. A better way to explain it probably would be like, we don't want to make the decisions for you. We yeah. want to provide you with the resources so you can explore exactly. on your own. Exactly. So a lot of what we'll say to people is, well, have you talked to experts in this other college that you're not a part of? Because they'll have the expertise you need. Yeah. And the client's like, no, I haven't done that yet. And you're like, well, go do it. Like, well, maybe you should go and try yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what is, like, one piece of advice that you kind of, like, stick with and, like, give to, like, most of the people that you help? Mm. Like, do you have anything in, like, particular that, like, you stick with all the time? I think 
think so. Like I said, a little bit on a case-to-case basis, yeah. but yeah. Um, one tool that we actually give to a lot of the entrepreneurs who are just starting out mm-hmm. um, is our business model canvas, mm-hmm. and it is it's a piece of paper yeah. <laughs> that has, um, I think, like eight sections on it about um, different aspects of your business that you can focus on to get started. Um, I've heard Zach call it business planning light. Yeah. It is like just a mini like diagram that you can fill out mm-hmm. to kind of get your ideas organized. And I found that this is a really helpful yeah. resource for people to use. Yeah. Um, and that it does help them structure their thoughts. Because a lot of people, when they come in, they just want someone to talk to. Yeah. About, yeah. They just want to express their idea. Yeah, and they want to feel validated too to see like, yeah, this is like, this has momentum, like you can like work with this and stuff like that. Yeah. It helps. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a lot of what that first meeting is, mm-hmm. is just listening. Yeah. Um, and just hearing the client out mm-hmm. and just getting a sense for who they are, what they want their business to be or what their business already is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, after um, moving beyond that, the first step that we usually give them is to fill that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the time, something that I realize that um, a lot of clients should focus on or that advice that I would give them again and again, yeah. um, definitely focus on your competitors and um, your target market in the beginning. Those yeah. are the two areas I think that I personally have recommended yeah. Yeah. the most to people, <laughs> um, is to do more competitor analysis and um, industry analysis and market yeah. analysis. Yeah, I'm taking intro to entrepreneurship. <laughs> so like, I'm trying to know a little bit about like this this type of field. <laughs> Who do you have as a teacher? Oh, uh, I have no idea. It's a hundred percent online. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like the first thing that I always emphasize is like know your competition, know who you're going against, and like sp- like put yourself like out like against everyone and like make yourself unique and stand out and stuff like that. And I always think that's like kind of unique like like way to think of it is like you have to stand out to like make it you know. In most Very places, true. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, tell us a little bit about your business because you are an entrepreneur major. So, can you tell us a little bit about your business and what you're doing right now? Oh, okay. We're at a start. So, um, I actually have technically four, but let's just say three businesses <laughs> at the moment. A little bit of a serial big, entrepreneur. Big entrepreneur girl. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, but the, my main business, I guess the one that I am pursuing for my degree, mm-hmm. um, is called Technicolor. Yeah. It is a B2C e-commerce clothing brand that mm-hmm. creates matching fashions for pets and their owners. Our products are creative, comfortable, and stylish, with mm-hmm. a focus on recreating the way society sees fashion for animals. We are currently pre-launch, but I am currently in the phase of developing prototypes and inventory and all that good stuff that we need to launch. Yeah. So that's going pretty well. Yeah, honestly, great pitch too. (laughs) Thank you. I've done that probably, not even kidding, if you are an entrepreneurship major or just an entrepreneur in general, Mm -hmm. you'll probably, you'll come up with a way to describe your business and you'll do it like a thousand times. Yeah, I mean, it's good. You have to know. Like, if it's like a spur of the moment, you need to know. That's your elevator pitch. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so how far, like, have you come along with that one specific business? Like, how far, like, how has it started and, like, how has it progressed? Oh, it's, it's changed. Yeah. It's developed. It has, yeah. like, grown wings and, like, flown. Wow. So, 
Um, yeah, I thought of this idea back in January. Um, oh, crazy. As an entrepreneurship major, we have, um, so as upperclassmen, we have to like start and run a business. Yeah. Um, and bring in revenue. It's one of our like grade requirements. Yeah. So, um, insane. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, but it, it, it's, it's easier when you're in it. You yeah. have a lot of good faculty to help you. Mm -hmm. um, but anyways, it was the beginning of the semester. I had a class called New Venture Creations, mm -hmm. which was my writing intensive, and it was the planning phase. Mm -hmm. We wrote a feasibility analysis and a business plan and all of that fun okay. stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Very fun. We'll pull a lot of all-nighters. Yeah. Fun, yeah. It's fun For day. sure. Um, so, yeah, at that point, um, in January when the semester first started, I had like not really done a lot of entrepreneurial stuff beforehand, which yeah. is crazy now, mm -hmm. even just like 12 months later. Yeah. Just looking at how far I've come. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I thought of that idea. Um, I did a feasibility analysis on it for my class. Yeah. Um, and then actually the one thing that really pushed this idea forward I would say is entering the SEBI pitch competition yeah. Yeah. in um, last spring semester. Mm -hmm. That is a competition that the Brinzo Center does. Mm -hmm. um, they're located in the College of Business. They're another entrepreneurship center on campus. Um, and that was a really good mentoring experience. It taught me a lot about my own business. Yeah. It forced me to do a lot of different analysis, a lot of customer research. Um, it really strengthened every aspect of my business. Yeah. Um, and it was my first real pitching competition experience mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, so it kind of prepared me for more opportunities that oh, I would good. Out in the future. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this semester, um, kind of took a little break in the summer, but don't yeah. tell anybody. I mean, that's what summer break is for. It's so a true. Break. So true. <laughs> um, but yeah, this semester, um, I got back at it with the pitch competitions, mm -hmm. um, earning some funding. I have been able to earn some funding. That's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, it's very grateful to all the resources at Kent here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so many too. I don't know how I would have done it otherwise. Yeah, I know. And people just like some people just don't know, um, and that's they why they really don't. Yeah, that's why I get to launch the great service that we offer. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but where do you want to see, like? this business progress to? Well, first, my main goal, my main short-term goal is to launch. We're yeah. almost there. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to have this business launched sometime at the end of January, early February of 2023. Mm -hmm. um, from there, actually, um, just for some context, our first line is going to be a set of like matching Pecuman bandanas just to conserve costs a little bit more yeah. um, and make sure we have, we can just start the business and get to selling product. Mm -hmm. Once some of that revenue comes in, I want to expand into larger sized garments. Yeah. Um, that, to answer, to go back to your question from earlier, that was actually one way I had to like pivot from the business. Okay, yeah. Um, a side note, I am very much a lover of knitwear and crochet yes. and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. um, it's very obvious to everyone in the office, but just yes. for the people on the podcast who don't know me. Yeah. Um, one aspect that I wanted to incorporate into this brand was the knitwear aspect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I did a lot of research into knitting machines and working with the fashion college here. Um, and in the end, I kind of just realized that it wasn't cost effective yeah. as a startup. Mm -hmm. And that is, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's just you pivot. Yeah. You turn away from it. So right now, this bandana line is just going to be like 
regular fabric pieces. Um, but eventually that is an angled business I want to incorporate and reincorporate. Um, I actually am working right now. It's a little bit of a new agreement. Okay. But I have started to work with the CEO of a small knitwear machine company. Okay. okay. So he is helping me. I can't give any spoilers. But yeah. I do have a product that we are working on together. Fun. Um, and this is something that I will hopefully be able to launch sometime next year. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, those are a few ways that I want to scale, just um, expand our product offerings mainly. That's so fun. So how has like LaunchDeck kind of assisted this whole entire process? Like have they given you ideas, like helped you kind of like progress even further? Absolutely. I think LaunchDeck's given me so many yeah, I know. So many, not just that business too. I like I said, I have yeah. two other businesses yeah. that they very much helped me with. Mm -hmm. um, in particular, I remember the first event at LaunchNet I did was the garden party event last spring. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, I had a table. It was very last minute because um, actually Angelique had told me about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, like the week before because we were on a trip together in Texas. Oh yeah, fun little story yeah. <laughs> for another time. But um, no, we can tell it right now. We can tell it right now. <laughs> um, well, it was okay. Yeah, um, the Brinza Center yeah. has gotten a large number, large amount of donation money um, that they had decided to put into a trip to go to Rice University and attend the business plan competition there. Yeah. Um, that's one of the largest collegiate pitch competitions in the world. Shoot. So it was it was a big deal. It mm -hmm. was wow. It was really like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Oh, yeah. and I'm so a, glad. Yeah. So like I was able to go. Was it just like one just giant pitch competition mm -hmm. with like a mm -hmm. bunch of people? Essentially, yeah. They had teams from universities like all over the world. Oh really? Yeah. The world. Yeah. That's was, insane. Yeah. <laughs> So did you get to like pitch anything? We did not get the pitch. We were just there as observers. Okay. But it was a great opportunity to just learn. At yeah. that point, I had um, I've been an entrepreneurship major since I was a freshman. Yeah. But before this, I it was the this was the first class that I'd kind of taken in person. Yeah. Was New Venture Creations, like I said, and um, this particular trip that I was able to go on really just like blew my mind. Yeah. Because it. It showed me like what the glass ceiling was for an entrepreneur. Like yeah. what the yeah, the sky was the limit in no, my mind. After that, yeah, you can do anything you set your mind to, and it's like crazy what people can do. Yeah, yeah. So like going back to the whole garden party. Oh yeah, so <laughs> got a little bit off topic there. Like, yeah, no, yeah. So like, tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, as I said, Angelique, who used to be an employee at LaunchNet, she is now a very successful CEO. Oh, yeah. Love her to death. Um, we, she told me about the garden party, and I think I signed up like three days prior <laughs> to it. Yeah. I had no inventory. I spent like those two days like crocheting just a bunch of stuff mm -hmm. to like sell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. I got to network with a lot of other entrepreneurs, people who... Um, I still know to this day people yeah. who have like become my clients or who I've seen yeah. pitch in other competitions mm -hmm. since then. Um, and yeah, after that, um, we went we went right into the summer. Then I began working at LaunchNet, mm -hmm. and um, I've participated in the workshops and 
this yeah. most recent um, elevator pitch competition yeah. that we had, which I was um, grateful to come first place in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, along with one other student entrepreneur here at mm-hmm. um, And that was an awesome opportunity. I was able to oh, win $500 yeah. for my business. Mm-hmm. But besides that, um, I've gotten I've gotten to strengthen my own entrepreneurial knowledge by working with yeah. other entrepreneurs. Yeah. So that's been the main thing. Also, um, I just come into the office sometimes, <laughs> and I will just ask Zach or Tabitha a question. Yeah. Yeah. Just as it pops into my mind, they're well, always there for me. They're <laughs> always so helpful. Like I feel like they just always have like a good answer, and I'm like, where is this going from? Like, really? how, they, like how do you just always know? Um, so again great resources that we have here <laughs> um but what gave you like the inspiration to like want to first of all like become an entrepreneur major mm-hmm. and like the inspiration to start your business and stuff like that yeah I honestly this is gonna sound silly but I can't remember <laughs> I that's yeah. totally fine um I don't know it was always um just for a little bit of context, I started attending camp when I was um, around 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose my major at 16. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So and I haven't turned back since. Wow. So it was a good it was a good decision. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I've changed my major so many times. <laughs> I'm really surprised, but this one did manage to stick. Yeah, so, since um, 16, that's crazy. Yeah. I have changed my idea of what I wanted to be for like the longest time. 16, I think I would have wanted to become a teacher and that's just not me. <laughs> me too. Occasionally I think like, oh should I? Oh it's you, not too late. You would be so good. You're like already like you're basically halfway there. You're teaching people how to be a better entrepreneur. <laughs> really, yeah. Yeah. Um uh, yeah but anyways I think um if I had to like explain it, I always I remember when I was that age thinking mm-hmm. about um I love makeup personally. That yeah. was my. That was kind of the reason I chose entrepreneurship because um, it was. I knew it was going to equip me with the resources that I need to become a CEO. Yeah. Um, and it was also a very flexible major. Yeah. Um, if you if you are thinking about entering entrepreneurship as a major, yeah. Um, I would definitely say that it's one of the creative majors that mm-hmm. the business college offers, and it is like I said, it's very diverse. Yeah. Um. In my entrepreneurial cohort alone, mm-hmm. we have people who are in the automotive industry doing businesses. Yeah. Um, the culinary, they're doing culinary stuff, they're doing um, apparel and fashion like mine. Yeah. Um, it's so widespread. There's one person I know who does finance, oh, another who does like nonprofit stuff. Yeah. So, what, whatever idea you can think of. Yeah, I just feel like whenever, like, people think of like entrepreneur it's like kind of like scary because it's so like as you said it's so creative and it's so like widespread but that's mm-hmm. exactly like why it's scary because it's so like widespread and it's yeah. like so like there's no set like goals like you just set them for yourself so it's kind of like it's like such an open-ended major <laughs> absolutely yeah um and that's something that we do so so often mm-hmm. within the major um, actually, for the class I'm in right now, that where I have to like execute my business, mm-hmm. um, it's called Entrepreneurial Experience One. One of the things that we have to do is we have to work with um, our EIRs, our Entrepreneurs in Residence, yeah. um, which is like an entrepreneur 
who is associated with Kent State, who mentors okay. us. Yeah. Basically, they have a lot of years in their respective industries. Um, we have to work with them to come up with goals for our business that we can accomplish like by the end of the semester. Yeah. Um, so it very much is at your own pace and setting your own goals. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's like definitely because like whenever I thought of it, I always like get so scared because I'm like, you have to start your own business. Like that's so scary. Because like I, whenever I was in the whole like I'm gonna switch my major type of mode, I was thinking about it because I was like I wanted to do something in business, and then I was like I just I can't like because I remember I was talking to my advisor. They're like it'll be fun. Like you like to do like fashion and stuff and I was like I can't do that that's so scary <laughs> and I'm like creating my own business like I feel like it just depends on like how much motivation you have and like how well you're like setting apart some time and energy and I feel like I just like that was not me <laughs> and I think like you definitely give such entrepreneur vibes like you Thank have you. You have like so many business ideas in the works and it's like I feel like you have so many all the time and it's like so cool because I'm like how do you come up with this stuff? <laughs> You're so creative. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So like is there anything else like I know you have like those two other ideas like is there anything in the works for your like business now that you're creating or like the upcoming businesses that you're thinking of lots of stuff lots of stuff yeah um for technicolor specifically as yeah. i said i'm continuing to manufacture those um prototypes mm -hmm. those things yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Much yeah um just continuing to manufacture products essentially yeah. um preparing for launch and getting that inventory together mm -hmm. fun fact I actually, I learned how to use a sewing machine like three weeks ago. Oh, no way. Yeah. I've never used one before. Those are also a little scary. They are. <laughs> I, I was always so afraid of them. Yeah. But then when I, they taught me how to do them in the DI Hub. Mm -hmm. How to do it. Oh, fun. So, shout out to the DI Hub. Shout yeah. out to Jada specifically. <laughs> because, yeah. girl, you taught me so much. <laughs> and I realized, oh, this is not as scary as I built it up in my head. You know, like, yeah. I can do this. So... It just goes to show, like, you can, there's nothing stopping you. Yeah. It's just, you know. Like, yeah, especially if it's a little scary. Maybe I'll try sewing. I'm a little scared of sewing. You should totally <laughs> do it. I think, maybe, maybe, I could, maybe I could teach you. Yeah. Probably not. I'm not that good at it yet, but, you know, yeah. with practice. Because I love to do that stuff, but, again, scary. And I'm like, I don't know what I'd, I, I don't want to make something. That would be so fun. <laughs> if you want to learn how to do it in the DI Hub, though, they have, like, really good sewing machines yeah. to learn on yeah. especially and again they're, they're yeah. there to teach you and support you and another great great resource that we have we have Definitely. so many resources the di hub is where it's at we love the di hub um so is there any advice like that you want to give to people who want to start their own business who like want to become entrepreneurs take the plunge <laughs> do it <laughs> just, just go for it i yep. talk to one thing that I've definitely noticed within my degree program mm -hmm. is um, a lot of people hesitate, yeah. especially like entering pitch competitions and doing like going out there and making your idea happen. Yeah. And I understand why it's scary. We've been saying that throughout this podcast. It can be scary to initiate things, to try things, but you you have nothing to lose really yeah. especially when you're just starting out with the idea of a business yeah i remember last spring 
I signed up for the SEBI pitch competition. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was like, it was in February or March. This idea for a Technicolor hadn't even existed for more than like a month. Yeah. I had just like finished the feasibility analysis mm -hmm. and I was like, you know what, it's just going to be a good experience to submit the application yeah. and you never know. I had no idea that I would get accepted as a finalist and yeah. end up going through that experience, being able to go to Rice and do and that's so awesome. many things. Yeah. So your idea is probably going to appeal to more people than you think it will. Mm -hmm. As humans, we have a tendency to like be hard on ourselves. Yeah, we have a tendency <laughs> to think like, oh, no, nobody is gonna, you know, invest in this. Mm -hmm. um, and that is something that applies to entrepreneurs as yeah. well, where people we feel like mm -hmm. we get critical of ourselves. Yeah. But being an entrepreneur, I think, is truly about being able to move past those negative thoughts. Yeah. And just being brave. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, I think a lot of people are scared of, like, criticism, and, yeah. like, they don't want to be told, like, no, that's not good, but, like, how would you even know if you never tried? Exactly. You're and, condemning yourself if you yeah. don't try. And that's why it's, like, great to go to LaunchNet, because you have this, these resources. You have Zach and Tabitha, who's, like, willing to listen and, like, willing to give you such open-ended, like, critiques and, like, help you, like, progress. Like, they're, they only want to see you progress and grow. And that's why it's like great and I feel like people don't utilize resources as much as they should. They definitely don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's like the biggest like, flaw that we have is like we're so afraid of like rejection and like criticism that we don't even like mm -hmm. go for anything. Especially um, also I think people are afraid to just on the university level get outside yeah. their colleges. Oh yeah. Um, that's, that's another thing that I've just noticed yeah. people um, and that's why, again, I think Launchnet is such a great resource because mm -hmm. we're located in the DI Hub. We're not yeah. confined to one college. We yeah. serve Everyone. everybody. Yeah. So um, it just makes the whole atmosphere a little bit more inviting. Mm -hmm. Personally, through working with Launchnet, um, just being somebody who is very involved in entrepreneurial endeavors yeah. at Kent State, mm -hmm. I can say that I really liked the way that they approach on the idea of yeah. entrepreneurship and helping students even the way that they approach like their competitions and their workshops yeah I think they have a very inviting atmosphere mm -hmm. and um, they're, they're gonna support you yeah no matter what no matter what. yeah so I love to ask this last and final question okay. um, how would you describe an entrepreneur just in your own words I think the explanation I gave a little bit earlier mm -hmm. is how I would describe an entrepreneur. Somebody who has an idea and can effectively put it into action mm -hmm. despite what other people might tell them or what they might, the negative things that they might tell themselves about it. There's yeah. somebody who can just go after it. Yeah, get after it, honestly. Get after it, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so. Do you want to give us like a quick plug for all of like the stuff that you have in the works? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me mm -hmm. again. My name is Caitlin Phillips. Yeah. Um, I'm the CEO and founder of Technicolor. You can follow Technicolor at Technicolor Co. Co. Mm -hmm. um, on pretty much all social media accounts. I also am the CEO and founder of a crochet business called High and Hook. Um, it's an Etsy shop. You can find us on Etsy or on Instagram. 
at high dot and dot hook. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I also do freelance special effects makeup. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any accounts for that. Okay. But yeah, reach out to me. Just a quick DM or something? Just a quick DM. My personal Instagram is at H Y A L L. Oh, W-H. <laughs> so. All right. Um, so thank you so much for coming here and talking with me. Thank you. It was a great time. Um, anyways, let's get after it. Let's get after it. <laughs>